Hello, this is Autumn Miles, back with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there? We love you so much at the show. Um, we're doing an awesome week this week. I, I'm, I, I am very excited about this back-to-school week that we're sort of entitling Inside Schools. And Inside Schools means that we need to have representatives from all different age groups um, in the schools. We're going to have some college kids come on uh, at the end of the week. We're going to have a teacher come on here uh, tomorrow. Uh, But today we have my daughter who is going into junior high school. Her name is Grace Miles. She's with us. We're going to get to her in just a minute. Um, But I I, I want you to stay tuned. If you are a parent out there uh, like myself, you know, I just think it's so interesting. You know, sometimes we don't um, uh, give our kids enough credit. Our kids have awesome things to say. Um, and they, they are, even at their young ages, they are really infecting uh, the culture for Christ if Christ is being taught in the home. And um, Grace is definitely a, a, a great example of that. She's very outward about her faith, but she's also got some struggles and some things that she's concerned about going into junior high school. I want you guys to check out our podcast. You know, these shows that we uh, do on a daily basis, um, is they are available on podcasts. I would love for you to download it. I know podcast is something that I like to listen to. If I'm getting ready um, in the morning, I listen to a lot of things in my bathroom when my four kids aren't there. Um, I, I, I like to turn something on and even if it's 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever, um, I'll listen to it and, and a lot of times come back to it if I don't get to finish it. But check out our podcast. They are loaded the day after um, we air the show. So this, sh- this, this podcast will be available tomorrow. Um, Parents of junior high kids, listen up. It's a scary world out there, Um, but we know that we are the light in the world. We're the light in this generation. Um, We're the salt of the earth. And um, we're going to have, we're going to have, welcome uh, my daughter, Grace Miles to the show. So Grace, welcome to the show, honey. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you feeling? Good. You feel good about being on the radio? Yeah. Well, you have a lot to say, don't you? Yes, I do. You sure do. You have a great perspective. Um, And I know a lot of parents of middle school kids are listening right now because it's coming. Well, what is the most exciting thing about you going back to school, honey? I really like to meet up with my friends and see what they did during the summer and what adventures we can share together. Really? What did you do this summer that was so fun? Well, I'm about to go to summer camp. That's exciting. And, yeah. you, and what do you want to do at summer camp? Um, I can't decide. Horseback riding or archery. Both of them are good options, or right? Or paintball. Or paintball. And what are you going to be this year at school? A cheerleader. A cheerleader. Oh, pray for me on that. I'm. I was a cheerleader. Remember, I know you. You've heard all the stories. But for you out there, I was a cheerleader and the apple don't fall too far from the tree over here. Um, Well, so you're excited about going back to school. Um, What are you most scared of, Grace, of going back to school this year? I know that grades are going to get harder and I'm worried that I'm going to get in trouble (laughs) with detention. With detention? This year we have detention and... 
I don't know if it's strict or not, but I know that some of my friends have said that there is detention and ASI. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that means, but... ASI means, like, you get in trouble and you have to sit in a room and do nothing but work the whole day. That sounds That's terrible. what we had in, a in elementary, but I know... Mo- for most schools, it's move your clothespin if you get in trouble. But in middle school, it's go to ASI or detention. And I know it's the same with high school. Well, that um, d- detention is is very scary. Mommy got lots of detentions in school. I know. Yeah. Un- this is un- <laughs> unedited. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. What about mean girls at school? Well, I know that I struggled in the fourth grade with a lot of mean girls, and I know that junior high is something where people really make a stand to be rude and dishonest. So that's something that makes you a little nervous? Yes, that is something that makes me a little nervous. So how how are you, Grace, how are you going to um, handle, and how have you handled those Let's just not call, let's just not say they're girls. I mean, I think they're boys and girls can be mean and have a tendency to be mean. So what do you do to sort of um, get through those days where people have been mean? Well, what I've done for one after I've come home and I've talked to my parents about it and they've always said they've always said um, great things, very wise things. They've always said um stand up for yourself but I just kind of I don't know kind of how to do that because from my perspective I don't want to hurt their feelings but I don't want to hurt their feelings by standing up for myself so I never do and I realize that I'm getting myself hurt instead of them getting hurt okay so do you have any advice for other kids who may be struggling with what you said you were scared about. Like, what would you tell a kid if they said, oh, people are mean, mean, they're sort of bullying me maybe a little bit. Um, what would you tell that kid that's struggling with that? Um, what I would say if you're struggling with someone else, um, be confident and try to stand up to them and defend someone else. It might happen, but you can stay strong and trust in the world and trust in the Lord and he will be your defensive side. He will be your defense, right? Is there an example of a time that you've stood up for someone that's really helped them? Can you think of a story uh, of helping someone? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. Well, I was in the first grade and I was in gym. And gym, for some reason, in the first grade and the second grade, it was a time where all the girls cried because all the girls capitalized on all the girls. So, in gym, it was a strong time for all the girls to cry. Those crying girls. But I remember in the first grade that I was just sitting down and all the girls were just watching this. And I was like, what's happening? And they were all just sitting down on the side. And it was like Friday free day or something. So, we were playing, had hula hoops out, jump ropes and all that stuff, and then I just saw at the very other side of the gym this girl just pushing this other girl, yelling at her stuff like, well, I can do this, but you can't, so you better stop it, stuff like that. 
that she wanted what that girl had. So what I did, everyone was just watching them. No one was doing anything. So I just ran up to that girl and I said, stop it. Stop it right now. And that other girl stood behind me that was being basically, quote unquote, bullied. She just stood behind me. And then that girl got mad at me and she just stormed away. And then. But you defended her, right? Yeah. And and, and how do you think the little girl that you defended felt? I think she was surprised. She was surprised? Because she knew that this girl that was bullying her was my best friend. Mm, wow. And I know that me and her have gotten into arguments. And I think she was just surprised that I helped her when I was standing up to my best friend. And we've gotten into arguments and haven't always been the best friends. So it's really, really good to stand up for people when you see that they're being mistreated, no matter who's mistreating them, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you feel like you're ready to go back to school? Well, <laughs> I know that everyone loves summer vacation, but you know, I like love having time off, get to wake up whenever I want, say, "Hey, mom." Um, but um, uh, but I also want to go back to school because they built a new wing. I don't. They call it that. A new wing in the in the school. That's awesome. Yeah, and so I get to be the first person to use it, and our doors are like garage doors, and they're super fun. But That's awesome. That's really cool. So let me ask you this. What do you think parents of other kids should know about bullies at school? We talked about bullying a little bit, and I want to get to this. Um, what would you, you, you saw this little girl being bullied, um, at school, what would you want the parents of the bullies to know um, or the parents of the kids that are getting bullied at two? What, what is some advice you as a junior high kid, middle school kid could give to parents? Well, for one, I know that girls who bully kids don't tell their parents that they do. And I also know that the girls that are being bullied or being hurt tell their parents everything. Mm-hmm. I have advice for the parents that if you think that your kid is picking on someone, if you watch it happen, then talk to them and or say something. Because it's not right for someone just to go on and push someone around. And I know that being a bully can not make have your friends. So if you're a parent and you see your kid bullying someone and you don't do anything about it, you also know that they're um, they're losing friends. Mm-hmm. So it's important that parents are involved, right? Yes, it's important that parents sort of know. Um, who the kids' friends are and um, talk to the teachers and are really involved in their kids' lives, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, you you told Janine yesterday, Janine is our pre-production um, uh, staff member, you said, I've heard, I have learned that I am not good defending myself. Yes. And um, I never really respond because I don't want to hurt other people's feelings but you've learned that maybe that's something that you need to work on a little bit yes um what about those kids that are that are sort of getting picked on because junior high is a big age for kids to get picked on um you've learned 
that that that's something that you can work on. Um, how did you learn that? And what can you tell other kids that are listening that need some advice in this area? How do you stick up for yourself? Well, what I've learned is how you stick up for yourself. You're not supposed to like slap them and call them <laughs> names back. Definitely not. Yeah, that <laughs> might just get yourself in trouble. That's right. You go to detention. Yes, you would. And we don't want to go there. Well, I know that standing up for yourself is not something about violence. Right. It's something about saying, please stop. You're hurting my feelings. Stop. I, I, I don't want it to be this way. I don't want you to hurt me or be um or be mean. I want you to be my friend. I want you to just stop. Just mm-hmm. stop. That's all I want you to do. Just stop because you're worth it, right? You're worth being treated well and you're worth being treated right. Especially if you're doing nothing to hurt them. That's right. That's very good, honey. Um what would you say to parents to help their children who are transitioning to a new school because you are transitioning uh, to junior high. So what can mommy and daddy say to you that's going to help you um, transition to junior high? Because you're leaving elementary and you're going, what would help you? What would help me and what does help me is you being full of courage and just fooling my mind with nothing but good thoughts. And that's something that I've learned through my life. Never fool someone up with negativity because you guys have never put any negativity in my mind. So I've learned that. And um, change is hard, but change is also good. And put no negativity in someone's mind and they'll have a good change. So you're telling parents, you know, talk to them about this change. Tell them they can do it. Tell them they can move through it. No negativity. And no negativity. What happens if parents put negativity in in your mind? What I've seen from other kids is negativity just brings... Negativity parents brings bullied children. So children who has negative parents and tell them that they can't do anything, either the child is super quiet and they don't believe they can do anything and they just sit back and watch other people do the stuff that they've dreamed about or they're super mean because their parents don't treat them the right way so they have to treat other people the way that their parents treat them. Very good. So if if you're telling, and one of the things that Daddy and I use a lot is we talk about Jesus. All the time. Okay. So let's talk about that. Do you talk to, to, to your friends about Jesus? Because there's a lot of Christian parents that are listening right now. Yes, I have. I have two. I have two stories, but there's this one big one that I'm still working on this girl. I would love to hear him. But this one big one is I was running the bus. I have a best friend and we're like besties, but she's not a Christian. She's not a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um. So one day, it was like a couple of months ago or something, um, I I pulled out my phone and I put the Bible on. You have a cell phone? Yes, I do. We need to talk to your parents about that. You're right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I kidding. I have a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, baby. I pulled out my Bible on it and I wanted to have everlasting life with her because we're best friends. And so me and my other best friend, she is a Christian, 
I pulled out my phone and we started talking about the ten plagues. And then I said, "I the want- ten plagues in Egypt, mm-hmm. Moses, Pharaoh, those plagues." And I said, "There are consequences with not being a Christian, mm-hmm. and I want you to be a Christian." So you can have everlasting life with me. But um, there was a response that she rolled her eyes at me. Yeah. And what did you do to that, honey? I tried and tried for the entire time, but she just wouldn't listen. So sometimes people aren't really open to hearing about Jesus, right? Yeah. But sometimes people are, right? And you've been able to share your faith um, at such a young age. Do you think it's difficult to share your faith? Well, it can be difficult because... At your age? At your age? Yes, because people don't care. Some people just don't care and they don't, they don't, they don't know the consequences. Mm -hmm. But with someone like me and my brother that are so young and we know the consequences that's something that we should share and for other people who don't know the consequences the consequences of not asking jesus to be a part of their life and what what are those consequences let's just firm that up for our listeners you don't have everlasting life. You don't have uh, everlasting life in heaven, right? And there's also a relationship with God that you're not a part of if you, if you haven't asked Jesus to come into your life, right? And there's another consequence that if you really want this one thing and you depend on the world to give it to you, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's another consequence. If you pray to the wrong God, then you won't get it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the consequences. But God, the real God, is not a consequence. Right. He'll give you anything if you ask in his name. That's why I want to share to this one friend because I want her to be a famous artist because that's what she dreams of. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. So so it's not that difficult to share your faith. Sometimes it's hard to sort of get past feeling um, scared to do it. Sometimes it's scary a little bit, but when you push past that, it's really not that hard. Right. 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 Um, what do you think about your parents (laughs) and how they help you help you and love you? What's something that we do for you, um, as parents that you've noticed that other parents might not do, or that you wished other parents would do, or maybe you wished we would do. Well, uh, well, I know that my parents can be encouraged and they don't fill me up with negativity. And again, I see other people with negative parents and my parents don't. I know that it's hard for them because what's going on? It's hard for them for me not to see the news or what's going on and I noticed that some other kids their parents let them watch rated R movies and everything and I'm proud of my parents because they don't fill me up they don't fill my head up with killing and they they try everything not to fill my head up with fear and other parents they let their kids see whatever they want, and sometimes that's not a bad thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is a very bad thing. Yeah. 
So it's important, you would say, as um, you know, th- we, we, we keep going back to this negativity thing. Negativity is you are. Are you getting that a lot in school, Grace? Negativity from other people, maybe talking to you. Yes. Yeah. And I know whenever I come home that my parents won't give me negativity. So it's a safe place for you to come to. Home is definitely a safe place. So, you know, when you walk in the door, I'm going to squeeze you. Yes. And yeah. pull me at your bed and we're going to watch Friday's Bright Day together. <laughs> we have a tradition in our home. We watch uh, the same thing every Friday night um, together. Well, it was very, very courageous for you to be on our my show today, baby. And I really appreciate you coming on the show and giving the middle school perspective. Um, is there anything else you would like to say to people that are listening out there? What would you say to um, a junior high kid that's been bullied and, um, you know, doesn't feel like they can do anything? They're just sort of really down on their life and they're not looking forward to school because they know they're going to face a bunch of negativity that you talked about. What would you say to them? I would say have courage, feel other people with kindness, trust in the Lord. And when you trust in the Lord, you can follow your dreams. And what's one of your dreams? One of my dreams is to be a singer. And that's why I like to be on the radio show so I can share my dreams. So <laughs> other people that might be listening say, she can be in a movie (laughs) nice very good nothing like uh, my I mean I'm telling you apple tree here well thank you baby for being on the show I really appreciate it thank you thank you and I I, let me let me just um take a couple minutes to talk through uh what Grace said you know it's really it's a big deal for an almost 11 year old to come on a show and talk about things that she's facing in life but this is sort of the raw and unedited version um uh Grace was very transparent here but uh one one of the things that um we I see on a regular basis is all of this negativity and Grace Grace definitely touched on it. We talked about it yesterday um, with Eddie. There is so much with um, social media, with even like I was watching a show last night. It was on the news and I didn't realize that there was um, a scroll at the bottom of the screen and it was telling the latest um news that was happening right then and my son was was reading because now he can read before we could spell things and they wouldn't know what to say but now my son can read so he was reading the scroll and because it was um so really horrifying he couldn't sleep last night so there is negativity everywhere you know and we know that that satan's influence on our world and on our culture and on our schools we don't have prayer in schools um we we don't we're not even allowed to talk about uh, God and Jesus really without some something without the threat of someone suing us or someone saying something about it and um, it is so important parents especially at this very tender age of a uh, junior high to have that safe haven that safe place for your child take the time today um, to pray with your child that's one of the things that we do very regularly um, with our kids when 
Grace Jude uh, comes home, um, we take the time to set them down and say, listen, what does Jesus say about you? A lot of times we'll take them to Psalm 139 and sort of explain what Jesus says about them, how they are created. They are um, perfect the way that they're created and really a a trend. Of course, it's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun, Solomon says. Um, but, uh, But with our little girls is that they are being taught at a very young age, um, younger than 20 years ago, that they have to look, they have to act, they have to be a certain weight, a certain um, uh, way that they interact with people. Um, They have to have the certain things. And um, this age, we need to continually remind them more than ever that their identity is not in what they have, what they look like. Their identity is found in the name of Jesus. And just because you know that information, parent, doesn't mean it's trickled down to your child. You have to be intentional telling them there is a haven when you come home. When you share things with me, there's a safe place. I'm going to help you. I'm the one that loves you more than anyone else loves you. And I'm the one that you can come to when there is trouble. Uh, to help you out of it. And that's something that we tell uh, both of our kids um, on a regular basis. You know, we I, I do want things to be raw on the show in a world that's extra produced in a world that everything is sort of edited out. I think it's so refreshing to hear from the perspective of my 10 year old um, who is facing these challenges on a daily basis, sort of raw and unedited and in 10 year old language. I think she did a great job. Um, And thank you for listening. I I really have a heart for our schools this year. With everything that's happened in our world, I have a heart for unity, Jesus, and parents. We are the ones that influence them on a daily basis. Thanks for listening to the Autumn Mile Show. I'll see you tomorrow.